Oh, I love television. I really do. I'm sorry. It's Wendy Snyder sitting in for Lisa Dent this afternoon. And last night was um, a very emotional night for me. Uh, joining us right now is Alexander Zalbin, managing editor over at Decider.com. Alex, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, one of my favorite shows in the entire world that I watched every episode of, The Walking Dead, wrapped up its series and i cried i i cried (laughs) it was terrible it was was very emotional you know i've been watching the show all along for the past 12 years over 11 seasons and i've had my issues with some of the storytelling over the course of this season fans have talked about how it's been a little whiffy in terms of the enemies and the zombies and exactly what's going on but i think they did a great job with the finale it was All of these actors who clearly love each other and have spent so much time with each other, you could feel the emotion of them saying goodbye to each other on screen beyond even the characters saying goodbye. And it really got me. All right. And I I hate to do spoiler alerts, (laughs) but here's the thing. I I watched it last night and I watched um, the Talking Dead live after it with Chris Hardwick and... um, I don't know. If you're worried about spoilers, come back in a couple minutes. We'll we'll get this out of the way first. But um, all I want to say is I was laying on the couch. I had my dog next to me, and my husband and my two sons came up and gave me a hug before I started it, and they left me alone because, I'll be honest with you, a couple of them have bailed on the show. I don't watch the spinoffs, but... I watched every episode of The Walking Dead, and it it really, it left me very satisfied. Is that Mm -hmm. fair to say? Yeah, I think so. You know, Angela Kang, who's the showrunner, I interviewed her a little bit for my day job, and she talked about the tricky thing of knowing that they have these three spinoffs coming. So even fans know, okay, these people are going to survive. So how, when those deaths are taken off the table, which is the big thing that Walking Dead is known for, do you do it? And ultimately, what she came back to is what the comic that it's based on is about and what the show is about is that it's about family and it's about hope for the future. And those are the themes they played with there. And I think just in that, I won't spoil what the last shot is, but I think the last shot even did that really effectively. It encapsulated things just in one very simple image and phrase. So, yeah, they did a really nice job. Because a lot of times, like, here's my philosophy, Alex, and it's I'm, it, I'm probably the only one who has it. Why does the show have to end? <laughs> Why do good things have to end <laughs> if we love it? But, I mean, really, you can't keep going. Listen, I, I've watched the Goldbergs from the very beginning as well, and the Goldbergs should have pulled the plug several seasons ago. So I guess you do mm-hmm. want to go out on a high note. Is that it? I think that's part of it. I think they're actually, with the spinoffs, giving the franchise a shot in the arm, so to speak, because, frankly, most of the Walking Dead fans have tuned to watching it streaming on AMC+. Plus. That's pretty much it. The broadcast ratings have cratered, but that's not where AMC's focus are. They're still very happy with the show and the franchise. But when I talk to people, there's these three spinoffs that are coming. You've got one that's focused on Maggie and Negan going to New York, They're a mismatched couple going into the sort of escape from New York type situation. You've got one focusing on Daryl Dixon, who somehow has found himself in Paris, stranger (laughs) in a strange land. Yeah. Can't think of anything weirder than that. And the third one, and this, of course, is a big spoiler, but it focuses on Rick and Michonne 
where they've been since they left the series and how eventually they come back together in this epic romance. And what they promise is a place that we've never seen in The Walking Dead before. And when I've talked to fans who uh, I think appropriately have said, no, nah, you know, I gave up five seasons ago, six seasons ago, something like that. They hear about these ideas and they get very excited. You know, whether they'll check it out or not, who's to say? But for AMC's purposes, they're still using the same crew. They're still hiring the same people, keeping them jobs because they have these huge studios down in Georgia and they want to keep them going and keep people employed. But they're giving them new stories with some of the same actors and some of the same people involved. And I think it's given new excitement to the franchise. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen over the course of the next year. Yeah, and AMC spoiled the Rick and Michonne thing like months ago. (laughs) They kept saying, oh, in 2023, The Walking Dead continues. It's, you know, we don't know exactly what happened. We'll find out. I'll give it a whirl. Uh, I never really got into Fear the Walking Dead, but the original Walking Dead stuck with every episode. And we were at, uh, I think, one of the first Walker Stalker cons here in Chicago. And my son Dylan was really young at the time, and he drew a picture of um, a walker and um, a rotter, a zombie, whatever, not an old person's walker. And um, and we waited in line to meet Glenn, Stephen Yun, and he took this picture and said, oh my God, Dylan, this is fantastic. I'm going to hang it on my wall. It was so beautiful. It really was. So I love That's the so show. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people really undervalue that. They look at it as sort of a very shock-emitted, bloody, gory thing. But the thing that hardcore fans have always really liked about it is the sense of family and sense of belonging and the caring the actors put into it. Yep. Uh, the last thing that I'll mention for anybody who is interested in getting back on board Unlike the ongoing Fear the Walking Dead and everything, these spinoffs are going to be done Marvel TV show style. So they each have about six episodes. They're very tight stories. Obviously, there's a possibility of seasons beyond that. But it's not going to be the forever zombie story of the main Walking Dead show or what Fear the Walking Dead has become. These are going to be like little mini movies on TV. Oh, that sounds really cool. All right. Hold your thought. He's Alexander Zalbin, uh, managing editor over at Decider.com. It's a great website. We'll get back to talking television coming up next on 720 WGN. But right now, Mary has a look at weather and traffic. The Adams Family. It's Wendy Snyder in for Lisa Dent today on 720 WGN. We're talking to Alexander Zalman, uh, managing editor over at Decider.com. I, why do they need an Adams Family reboot? <laughs> Can I ask that question? I, I don't think they did, but it's coming anyway because money, I think, is the underlying reason there. But there's a new series coming to Netflix on appropriately this Wednesday called Wednesday, based on the character of Wednesday Adams. stars Jenna Ortega, who you might know from the most recent Scream film and other things. And it, it recasts her as a supernatural teen who can predict the future. She enrolls in this supernatural high school and has to solve a bunch of monster-based mysteries there. So it's very different from the Adams Family movies, either the recent animated ones or the 90s ones that people love or the t- original TV show. I think if you're looking for a supernatural high school show and you have no connection to the Adams family or anything, you might be perfectly fine with it. Jenna Ortega is great as Wednesday Adams. Also, Christina Ricci, who played Day in the 1990s movies, is in it as a new character. So oh, that's there's a little interesting. connection there. 
Um, I I didn't love it, to be perfectly honest. I've watched all the episodes, but I think, again, if you're looking for something kind of brainless that looks nice, you might want to check it out. Oh, the one other thing that I'll mention, the first four episodes are directed by Tim Burton, making his return to directing. I didn't find a lot of his classic flair in there in those first couple of episodes, but I've talked to other critics who felt very differently, so your mileage may vary, I guess. All right, I guess. <laughs> I like Tim Burton, so. Um, all right, holiday specials. The Guardians of the Galaxy have one. I am very excited about this. It's premiering Friday on Disney+, Plus, a little early for the Christmas season, but it takes the entire cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and finds them trying to find the perfect present for Chris Pratt's Star-Lord. So they head to Earth and, of course, try to kidnap Kevin Bacon, played by <laughs> none other than Kevin Bacon. That's great. So musical guests. It was filmed and written right after Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I believe, by James Gunn. So everybody's involved. It looks delightful, and it is in the mood of the classic, terrible Star Wars holiday special, but probably more purposefully terrible. Yeah, that was just really terrible. Um, I love Kevin Bacon is so funny on TikTok. There was the little kid who loved cone, corn, but he said cone. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kevin Bacon took an acoustic guitar and played it with a corn on the cob and sang the corn song. He was he's just really funny. He and his daughter Sophie did a dance. And I'm very bummed. Uh, I had talked to you about this show before, Alex. Sophie Bacon, Kevin's daughter, was in a show Mm -hmm called As We See It with comedian Rick Glassman, who I'm a huge fan of. And it was three 20-something roommates on the autism spectrum who lived together. It was a great show, and it was not renewed, and I'm hoping another network picks it up. Does that ever happen Uh, anymore? Sometimes a little less so, as everything is sort of financially unstable. I guess we'll see. It really needs to be a big hit for somebody else to pick it up. I will mention, only because I'm halfway through the movie right now, if you're missing Sosie Bacon, totally different thing. But she's in Smile, the horror movie oh, that yeah. is now out on streaming. I believe that's available on Paramount Plus now. If you have a uh, premium subscription there, you can check it out. It's pretty scary. There's a lot of smiling and a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got me. And it's Sosie Bacon. I'm sorry. It's not Sophie. Sosie, yeah. Um, I am loving White Lotus. It's uh, a show, a uh, new season has just dropped. I, um, Jennifer Coolidge, who's Stifler's mother, who I can't really do a good, that was more Marge Simpson. Sorry, I'll work on Jennifer Coolidge later. Um, I am loving I White Lotus. Really good. So good. Such a good show. And for anybody who hasn't picked it up, each season goes to a different White Lotus resort, which is a pretend high-end resort, and follows the rich, very vapid, very clueless people there. The first season um, had a lot of different things to say. The second season they're selling is sort of a sex farce set in Italy. And it's that a little bit, but there are still some deeper things that are going on. The fourth episode... I believe just aired this past Sunday, just last night. So uh, I've seen through episode six at this point, and it gets better and better every single episode. Even if you didn't see the first season, you can tune into the second season. It's a fresh new story. Definitely check it out, in particular for Aubrey Plaza, who's in it. Oh, she's so great. Phenomenal. She's doing a great job. Um, and I, I want to recommend recommend a show, but uh, Alex, you have to help me and tell me what network is it's on. Steve Carell, uh, it's called The Patient, and yes. I am absolutely, if you want, uh, I guess it's a psychological thriller, would that be it? 
that's close. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. it. It's so it's on Hulu. First of all, it's created by FX, but it's on Hulu. They create shows for them. It's basically a two-hander with Steve Carell and Domhnall Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson, and this is revealed halfway through the first episode, is a serial killer who wants to be better. So his way of going about that is kidnapping his therapist, played by Steve Carell, and locking him in the basement until he doesn't want to kill again. And like you said, it's terrifying to watch over the course of each about 20 to 30 minute episode because this guy's going to kill somebody eventually maybe steve corral but at the same time it's very darkly funny and interesting and the performances are great one of my absolute favorite shows of the year uh there's 10 episodes too so it's highly bingeable you can check them all out right now on hulu and that's called the patient and finally here uh i know that the last season or the next season of dead to me um is is it out now i know christina applegate um was diagnosed with uh ms just as they began filming the last season is that am i getting this somewhat right she was diagnosed with ms earlier than that but i believe she announced the diagnosis when they were going into season three um, it is out all now on Netflix. It is going to be the last season, which beyond you know the news about her is kind of a bummer for fans because it does end on a little bit of a cliffhanger. So just to prepare people if you're going to get into it. Um, but the three great seasons of a great show with two excellent actresses on it, definitely worth checking out. And again, it's all on Netflix right now. Really appreciate talking to you, Alex. Uh, Alexander Zalbin, the managing editor over at Decider.com. And I, uh, a little pick to click, I am binge watching uh, Raising Hope. I am really mm. enjoying that show. Martha Plimpton is crazy. I love her. Uh, is that Greg Garcia series? I also watch Sprung, which is on an Amazon um Freebie, that's really good. And my name is Earl. He did all those, right? Yeah. And Raising Hope, I think, is on Prime Video right now. You can watch it free with an account. So definitely check it out. It's really good. Have a great holiday and hope to talk to you soon. All right. You too. Thanks so much, Wendy. Absolutely. Alexander Zalbin, go over to Decider.com if you're into TV because it's really good. All right. News coming up next with Steve Bertrand from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom here on 720 WGN. We're Chicago's very own WGN.